Um, welcome back to another episode of this podcast. I know it's been a couple months, but um, things got a little bit hectic for us and the entire team, and we had to focus on a bunch of other stuff, especially finishing up school. Uh, for me, was finishing up my last quarter of it as an undergrad, so that was kind of stressful. But we are back, and I'm happy to say that we're back. We'll be bringing um, episodes every month like it was previously planned and how we were doing it before. Um, and we just want to say thank you again for everybody for following along and still, you know, following with us even after our two month break. Um, time flies uh, like anybody says these days. And it's been, it's been kind of um, a challenge to try to come back and do these because, you know, as you can see today, we're joined by five amazing guests where I'll let them introduce themselves here in a bit, but um, trying to get people together to do a podcast is much harder than you would ever think uh, because of everybody's busy schedules. I totally understand my schedule got busy as well. So that's why we weren't able to meet or do anything. But um, but this episode, um, we're joined again, like I said, uh, by five amazing guests. I'll let them introduce themselves one by one here quickly. Um, and they can kind of share something um, that Jakarta launched last, I think it's this previous year. It was the first year that, uh, that it was launched. And um, just me, if you want to kind of introduce yourself and also introduce and kind of explain what the program is for those that are listening. Uh, and then, and then each of you guys can uh, introduce yourselves afterwards. Okay. Well, hi everyone. Uh, my name is Jess Meath. Um, I am from Fresno County um, area. So we launched a program called CAD, um, CAD internship. So we did an internship that's about like health and mainly about substance use. So we picked 10 interns in certain regions. So we picked Fresno, we picked Bakersfield, Tracy, um, Scuba, Yuba area, um, and the Bay area. So there was like five areas that we picked. We had five fellows. So like what me, but nobody else is here, but I'm here today. And then we picked 10 interns at a certain high school. So at Fresno, it was at Central East. Um, I'm not sure what the other high schools are called, so bear with me. Um, but yeah, so we just talked about educating students on drugs and alcohol. So we picked five different um, substances and then we educated them every week about what they were. And then we went to the Godwara and did some tabling. And then we also did school tabling as well to educate the high schoolers and we also educate the community. And then we also implemented a Narcan policy into the schools as well. Um, so we would go into the school board meetings and the students, the high school students would um, ask them about the Narcan policy and implementing it with the school staff and their volunteers or even teachers, anybody that's working there to get trained. Um, so we can have that around campus rather than just having it with the police officer or even with the nurse. And some schools didn't even have it at all. Um, so yeah, so we just educated. Um, so yeah, I don't know if anybody wants to add anything else, but that's what we did. Um, and uh, Avreen, if you wanna just introduce, so just as you all of you guys introduce yourselves, just kind of say where you guys are from, what school, so we kind of get an idea, you know, where you guys are situated and located. Um, I'm Avreen Carr, and I was a senior this year at Central East High School in the Fresno County. Uh, I'm Grimasol, and I was a junior at Central East, also CAD intern. 
Amazing. And Inderpal, if you want to introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Inderpal Singh. I am currently located in Bakersfield, California. I was a CAD intern at Ridgeview High School, um, but recently I graduated and I will be attending uh, UC Berkeley in the fall in hopes of majoring in economics and minoring in political science. Good for you. And Saj? <laughs> um, hi, everyone. My name is Saj. I was also a CAD intern at Yuba City High School um, based in Yuba City. I was a senior, so I graduated. Um, I'm going to be doing Yuba College for one year, then transferring, but currently I'm majoring in political science. Thank you for sharing and, you know, congrats to all the graduating seniors. Uh, I'm my myself, I graduated, but kind of, you know, in college, but still we can all celebrate together as being graduates and looking forward to what's next in our lives. <laughs> um, uh, just Meet, going back to you quickly. Um, I know I kind of know a little bit of your, you know, background and your kind of your story, but um, if you don't mind, you know, sharing a little bit about your background and kind of how did you get involved in this program because this program is like very specific in terms of the targets and you know the work that has to be done as a fellow and kind of just how did you get involved? Um, so my background is I am a substance abuse counselor for Prodigy Healthcare in Fresno so I work with adolescents so like middle school to high school um, so I already I'd, like talk about drugs and alcohol with students every day and I counsel them about like control or even becoming like sober or anything that they're trying to maintain um, so when uh, like Deep so Nandeep um, that's like the main guy for Jakarta he came up to me and was like hey we got this cool like grant and I feel like you would do so great in this and I was just like already have two jobs but okay um so he explained to me like how great it would be to have like an inside so I can already tell certain people about drugs and alcohol and I already have like a background of like what students are doing in the high schools um so he was like can we please do this and so yeah it's like a three-year um grant that we got and so I was like yeah I'm down I want to teach the community about like everything because I feel like the Punjabi community has a lot of drugs talk about it and so even with the background that I have um, I don't see a lot of Punjabi people in there and so it's really hard to even get them to open up or even getting the counseling that they need so having this it was great to have them like go out there and like just talk to just the good lot of, like it was amazing to see certain people coming up to us and be like hey this is amazing like why aren't we doing this more and so that's why I was like we have to have this yeah and it's you know it's amazing where where I can like I can only imagine because I you know there's nothing here in Sacramento that I could have been involved in but like I can just imagine how like the older people at the Gordores they kind of like perceived this and kind of you know went about this because for them it's like they think that every unfortunately you know this is not reality but they they they, they always see the good in every kid and but like you know, you never know what like a kid can uh, unfortunate situations they can fall into. And sometimes, especially at like this young of an age, you, you just never know. And instead of just, you know, instead of helping, sometimes people just try to like, like back off. And I'm just, I just, because there's no education there and there's, we need to slowly, and I'm just thankful for like, like a program like this, where we're trying to slowly get to a point where we kind of get a better understanding, like a base understanding where we can kind of address these issues without having to specifically, you know, do things. And we just can kind of have a base education and going forward. So thank you, you know, for sharing about that. And I just want to quickly ask one more question and then we can 
kind of go through all the interns right after. Um, if you don't mind sharing about like what a fellow is and like what type of role did you have throughout this year, just in case, you know, anybody listening is interested in, you know, looking for that position or something along those lines. Yeah, of course. Um, as a fellow, um, we helped kind of get um, the interns. So we had to interview interns for um, the program. And then we got to see like who we thought would be great in like, and who would want to actually be out there and talk to people. Um, and then we also had like meetings with the other fellows. So we had a retreat. And then after the retreat, we had just Zoom calls that we would do. And then we would have to like look up certain drugs and alcohol that's in that community. So in central area, we knew the five that um, we were dealing with and the main ones that we were dealing with. So we started off with those. Um, and then with the fellows, you together come up with a work, like um, like a slideshow. So we can show them like what the drugs mean and then we give them homework to do. And then after that, we have to think about like places that we want to take them. So for Fresno, we took them to a, oh my God, what was it called? A needle drive exchange. Sorry, I forgot what it was called. I was like, what? Um, yeah, so we took them to a needle drive exchange. So they got to see like people who drop off their needles and then they get new like clean needles to take with them. So that's educating on a different part. Um, we also had a doctor there. So he taught them certain things and they got to see certain things that were very like gross, but um, at the same time, it was like good education as well. Yeah. If they're trying to go into the medical field, don't ask them what it was because they might faint <laughs> again. I don't want them to faint because that was all bad. I, I won't um, go into that. Yeah, yeah, don't go into it because <laughs> this one right here, Evelyn almost fainted and I don't oh, want that no. to So it was all bad. But um, yeah, so we just have to figure out things that we want in like to teach them. So we also had Prodigy Healthcare come out. So not just me, myself, but um, we had another coworker come by and explain what they do as a job and how, what schools they're in. Cause everybody thinks that Prodigy Healthcare is only for um, people who get in trouble or on probation or um, suspended or expelled. So that's why they wouldn't um, like, they would never know if you're like a kid that doesn't get in trouble, they would never know Prodigy Healthcare is on their campus. And so we had them explain like anybody can be in it if they need the help. And so that's something that they got educated from. And then just going into the community. Um, so tabling at the Godwara, we had um, uncles and stuff that would come. So it's just like, you have to talk to people that are higher than us. So we, I had to talk to a superintendent, which I never thought I would have to do. And it's very nerve wracking at my yeah. age still to talk to a superintendent from my school board. Like it was crazy um, just to talk to them and I'd like let them know like, hey, we're at your school. Um, we're doing, trying to do this or trying to implement things. Um, so like as a fellow, you're like just trying to do the background stuff. So the kids get as much as they can out of the program. So, yeah, and it's great. Come join us. Like, <laughs> okay, come join us. I know we're looking for more people in the Bakersfield area. I know Scuba already has like a few people and then like Fresno already has their people. So we're just trying to find people in the Bakersfield area to apply. So whoever wants to apply in Baco. I know, I know we have a good amount of listeners from Bakersfield. So if you're listening to this right now and you're, you know, if this is something you kind of want to do, like, you know, you have interest in doing and like just, we just shared, there's so much that entails with it. It's just not like one focused thing about like, oh, you're only focusing on education. There's so many other skills that, you know, you can learn and kind of help yourself kind of because like learning these skills are very helpful going forward in life. Um, but Thank you so much. And I will start now going to our in, like, the interns that have joined us because um, your guys' stories are one that I really want to hear 
um, because again, me going through high school here in the United States, I kind of see, saw things, but I also just kind of like turned the other way because at that time, you know, I didn't know any, any like anything better to do. Right. And, and I just wanted to go and interval, you can kind of start uh, first and just what were your first initial thoughts of this program when you first heard about it, when you first were approached about it and kind of just go through that and how did you like, you know, did you think this was a problem where you lived? Um, so definitely I did think it was a huge problem where I lived, specifically at Ridgeview High School. Um, I know every single day towards the morning and towards the afternoon, fire alarms at my school would go off every single day, like every single day, right? And I didn't know the cause. I just thought it was malfunctioning fire alarms. But after speaking with our principal, um, he actually did tell us that these fire alarms went off because students were abusing substances. So every time they would go and vape in the bathroom, it would trigger the fire alarm. So just every single day I was exposed to this, especially at Ridgeview, and I wanted to help. And as soon as I heard of the CAD program um, and how they educate on substance abuse, um, I immediately, my first thoughts were, I want to join, I want to sign up because I want to put myself at the forefront of making a difference on my campus. Thank you, Kushi. Um, Sage, if you want to go next. Yeah, um, so I live in Yuba City and we have a huge Punjabi population. So I feel like um, when I was younger, I was exposed to seeing how our community was using substances and a lot of it being alcohol and like what I've seen with our community, they kind of um, turn towards alcohol when they want to deal with trauma. But you know what? Honestly, like every emotion they go through, they always turn towards alcohol. Either it's a party, they'll, you know, get alcohol. It's a funeral, they'll get alcohol. Like any case, they'll always um, bring in alcohol. So I knew I was exposed to that, but I wasn't really exposed to the other substances or like I knew they were happening. Again, I was just like, I was turning the other way like I was like okay like how does this affect me like what can I do so when CAD was presented I immediately wanted to be a part of it because again I knew our communities and especially our two high schools in Yuba City River Valley High School and Yuba City High School um, they both have um, really bad issues with it and our administration wasn't the easiest to deal with again they just kind of wanted to ignore it and a lot of these schools don't want to talk about it because they don't want to like oh the they didn't want to bring in the stigma of like oh like our school has a drug issue even though it does they just would want to ignore it and we definitely saw that coming in when we were trying to implement like Narcan onto campuses so like I knew what I went to Yuba City High School so we have around two thousand to three thousand kids and we had four main bathrooms but they ended up closing this year three of them and only kept one bathroom open for you know, 3,000 students to use because of how bad the vape issue was getting. And so like, yeah, I just knew it was really bad at our school. So then once CAD was presented, I knew I wanted to be a part of it. And I'll ask Irene and then Gurmasal, you can go, <laughs> or either or, if any of you want to go first. Okay, um, I'll go. So Central East, we're from Central East Fresno, the huge um, issue was vape as well, like bathrooms shut down, um, just long lines of like kids waiting. And at, at a point it um, like, you had to have a hall pass, like specifically written with time, signature, everything. It became very strict. 
and constantly parents got involved too because of how bad this issue was like you can't not like use the restroom during school um and I just seeing that living through that seeing um you know fire alarms multiple times a day it really like ruined high school like you weren't able to be a part of high school because of this issue and when CAD opened up you know um I knew like something like this would help at least educating like you know what each substance is so that's why I wanted to be you know a part of it. Irene? Um, I'm Irene uh, again from Fresno and for me throughout my life I've been close with a lot of people who have abused substances and whether it was family members or friends like as young as I can remember I've been exposed to it like all different types of substances and I knew like how scary that was seeing them go through like whether it's like an addiction or whether it's withdrawal or even trying to be sober or like even successfully being sober and I felt like I wasn't able to do much because I didn't have much education on it and I knew like I wanted to make an impact like I have a lot of younger cousins and siblings and you know like living in this community there's a big substance abuse problem and you know nobody ever wants anybody to go through that so I wanted to learn more about it. Yeah and this kind of I and thank you all for sharing um I just want so it was when I was a senior in high school four, four years ago which makes me feel so old but um like four years ago I remember that vaping was like becoming like this you know I was only hearing about it right and at my high school at that time um the same thing started happening of like some bathrooms would be starting to close off like at, at my high school like one bathroom was basically known by like all the students as like that like the bathroom to go to right the go-to bathroom um and then slowly like like you guys just shared, um, bathroom starts closing. And, you know, at some campuses, like my campus was kind of per- proactive, but like also not to the extent of like trying to protect kids, but just also just trying to like not have to deal with it. Like, like that was the only reason why they were doing it. Not like, you know, not for safety or for the health of the students, but just to kind of, so they don't have to like, you know, have these bathrooms full with smoke or, you know, if a fire alarm goes off or anything like that. So they basically did the same thing. They shut down, like, I think, two of our bathrooms and we were left with two with our like always monitored with you know somebody in the vicinity of the bathroom um and to come like four years after just didn't like that was like kind of I want to say like that's kind of like the beginning of it and back like for me in high school all week like the drug that I was always told like to stay away from or was always you know marijuana or like weed or like, that was the only one like you know people like the teachers or you know even if we have a health or anything like that that was like the one that they were like hey you know, you don't want to do this, this and this, that's going to like derail your entire life. And so it's like, there's so many other drugs out there that the school doesn't even like, not, I don't want to say don't know about because they do, because they have to deal with all of these things like behind the scenes, but like there's some things that they don't want to kind of share and they'll just rather just put on a smile and keep things moving. And I think this is where the program is going to actually like you all were the beginning of trying to challenge those like just norm normalities almost. Um, And I just want to kind of go from there and just ask you guys, like, 
what was your guys' biggest takeaways from, or like, you know, what experience did you guys gain from this that you guys look back on and be like, you know, this is something, this is the reason why I want to join this, or this is a reason, this is something I'm taking away to kind of help going forward. Um, if Avreen and Grimmersal, if you guys want to go together first, and then we can go next by next. Um, my one of my biggest takeaways from CAD was, you know, being able to connect with the students when we would do tablings and such like that, because it really like changed their perspectives on, um, you know, substance abuse in general, like being able to learn about it and like just seeing their faces when, you know, they actually realize like the actual stuff that's going into their bodies when they vape, you know, smoke in general. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, my biggest takeaway, like the thing that always like sticks in my head are like the stories I heard from the people when we were doing uh, tablings at the Gordwara, especially from like the older folk, like there was uncles, aunties, you know, coming to me and being like, oh, like, I didn't even know we had counselors or we had um, rehab centers or anything like that. And they're like, you know, everybody has that family member who's either you know, using alcohol or other substances. And I remember one time, like this uncle really came to me and he told me like his whole life story from, you know, coming from India and coming here and how he used to be an alcoholic and like just all the things that he dealt with, with, um, it was like his friend's son uh, passed away from it, sadly. And he was just really impacted. And he was like, so thankful that, this program was here and you know because again like people have said in the Punjabi community we don't really talk about it we don't like talking about it it's just like pushed to the side and I remember him and many other people were very happy that we were trying to talk about it yeah and and it's not you know I I just wanted for the for the listeners as well like you know I we, we were trying to we were starting to share about like high schools and campuses and you know students but there's also the looking inwards into our like more you know general speaking of our community and there's you know alcoholism is something that a lot of families have to sadly have to deal with and you know it can be at the lower end of the scale or the, you know, more extreme end of the scale. Um, and that's something that it's not easy. And we had an episode last season about, you know, dealing with alcoholism with two, two fo- folks that were part of our OS program that Jakarta launched as well. And that was like for people that were dealing with, sub- uh, you know, alcohol abuse and substance abuse. So um, to kind of go, you know, back to the question side, um, what are some ex- like experience or, you know, something that stands out to you from this previous year that, you, you know, you're taking away um, looking back? Um, the biggest thing for me was I didn't realize that like anybody would be struggling with substances. I feel like with the media or with our parents, like just most mainly our community, the way they like kind of like show people are using substances, they're like, oh, like the kid who's failing classes or the kid like like there were certain like looks or like views they would like share with you like oh that person's using substances don't go near them don't talk to them but in reality it could be anybody it could be like the kid who's like the smartest in your class who is like rank one who does all the AP classes could be using substances it could be genuinely anyone so for me it would be like um, did not really judge anyone. The main point of CAD was not to like, you know, judge someone be like, oh, why are you using substances? Why are you like, why are you doing it? It'd be like, 
okay, now like, let's try helping you. Like now it's like the biggest thing for someone is to admit that they're um, going through the problem that they have, they have an addiction or, you know, they want to fix it. So the biggest thing for um, me was to not really judge. I feel like I walked into it being kind of judgmental. Um, you know, all of us were kind of raised that way. We were kind of like, we're judged. I remember this one time we were um, tabling at the Yuba City Gurdwara and not many people would come up to our table, unfortunately. Um, they kind of would just like look over kind of, see it's from Jakarta and they would kind of see like it's from Cat, and they would kind of like walk away. But I remember this one time, this one uncle came and he started sharing how either his, I think son or nephew was um, using substances and like, he kind of was like breaking down. Like, he's like, I don't know what to do. There aren't any resources. I don't know who to talk about. And again, our community doesn't talk about it. And like, even like researching with CAB, we really don't have resources in our area, specifically for Punjabi folks. We don't have anything um, in our area. But in, in general, I remember um, one thing with CAD is you're supposed to research research resources and facilities or like rehab centers, just genuinely anything you could provide, like, you know, folks with resources. We really didn't have much and we had nothing for, um, for Punjabi people. So, yeah. And in Nurpal? I feel like I genuinely got to grow a lot from CAD altogether. Uh, because like Sahaj mentioned, there's a lot of antagonism directed towards people who do use substances. Um, often we grow up um, with the phrase, say no to drugs or stay away from people entirely who use drugs. And I know I was, I was one of those people, right? I had a friend in uh, around sixth grade who started using drugs. And I, growing up in that environment, I pushed them away entirely because I didn't want to involve myself with drugs, right? But the CAD internship instead taught me that instead of antagonizing these people, we need to break that barrier and start communicating with these people, right? We need to provide them resources. We need to talk to them. We need to show them love and support because these people, a lot of the time, you don't even know who's using drugs, right? So if you're not communicating, how are you going to provide that help? And an experience that really, really stuck out with me was the needle exchange um, because that was one of the first events that we did do. And I went in there and I still had that antagonism that I was raised with, right? But then when I went there, I realized that these people weren't what we thought them out to be, right? Like we paint them as like such an evil, as like they're so bad, right? But in realistic, they're not. They're like everyday people. They're like you and me, right? Like they're not these monsters that our community paints out. And when I was at that needle exchange, I got to talk to them and they were so loving and so inviting. And I got to meet so many of them when we handed out products and that experience really stuck with me because it definitely taught me not to antagonize anyone, no matter how you're raised. Um, you should always show love and always provide resources because you never know who's going through what, right? I can see why just meet said you're, you know, you're pro at this before we started because like, I just like, you know, snapping, you'll see if you're watching the video version and if you see just meet or me snapping, that's kind of like our, when you're in a Jakarta space, we kind of, we, when we agree with something, but we don't want to clap or we snap. So if you just, you know, if you randomly see us snapping well, or muted, it's not because we're just funly snapping. It's usually because of that. Um, and thank you in the poll for sharing, because I think, and all of you guys for sharing, because I think each of every one of you guys just shared a very powerful um, personal, um, I think takeaway, which, kind of uh, kind of opens up this door of um, seeing that this is not something that just affects 
a very small percentage of you know our population right this is this can almost affect every single one because you can either have a friend that you know is a in those spaces that you know they're like in the you just mentioned you know you know you had a friend that was uh, starting to use substances very early on or girls like you shared like like you know in our community you know alcoholism or at the Gordwara, like people were talking and Avreen and Grimasa you, you guys mentioned the same thing so it's like it's not just like it, even though you might not you know like we use this thing of like you say no to drugs right you want to stay away if anybody uses drugs around you you want to stay away from them um and that's like that's something that we've been told as little kids. Like if you see somebody using drugs, oh, they're a bad person, right? They're, they don't know what they're doing in their life. They're a bad, bad person. So I just think um, sharing these moments and, you know, as long as like also sharing them with others is a very key. And that's why I, I just want to say again, thank you for joining me this episode. Um, just made before we continue, I have a, a question, a couple questions actually for you as well. Um, from you being a fellow and you having to interview uh, interns and high schoolers for these positions, what were you guys like specifically looking for? What did like interns do uh, in terms of like a day-to-day basis or like throughout the year type thing, like projects and stuff, just in case if there's any high schoolers that are, you know, listening now that want to be involved or they have an interest and you can just kind of explain to them, pitch them (laughs) to pitch this, you know, program to them right here, right now. Uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but that's kind of what I'm doing. Not pitching anything. (laughs) Uh, But the interns, um, I didn't fully do the interviews fully, but I did get to see like what kids were chosen. Um, But we did try and see like, who's like a freshman, a sophomore, junior, or senior, just to see like range. Cause like, we know that if it's a freshman, we can like try and see if we can get through like more years with them. Um, and then with seniors, we know they would be more powerful in certain aspects because of like, um, they're going to be taking this from here and then they're going to go forward into like college and things like that. So they have other places that they'll be able to take it to. Um, and then we just try to see like who was really interested as well. Like if they are trying to go into the mental health field or if they're trying to just do any, like just trying to get educated on them, like for themselves, that's what we are also looking for. So I know they had like um, questions that they had to answer. And so we, they went through that and said, like, just made sure um, they were like wanting to do this because it is a lot of work. We do not just don't give them work. We give them things to do and it's on top of whatever they're doing. So um, here we have like band members and people who have like four or five clubs that they're in. And so that was something hard for like um, for some people to do is because they were like, oh, wait, I have this to do or I have work to go do. Um, but we also tried our best like to minimize like the homework. Well, in Fresno, I don't know about everywhere else, but in Fresno, I tried my best not to mi- I minimize like work. I didn't try to like push too much work on them, but we, they did have like work they had to do. Um, there was a, le- a letter every month that they had to go through as well. So whatever we did that month, um, we had like two people pick um, what they liked about it and then we wrote about it. Um, the project that they had to do is mostly just um, getting ready for the school board meetings. Like they just had to get ready for that or a city council meeting. So some places went to city council and talked about like um, what they have been doing throughout the year. Um, and it was really good. So if you do want to join, it's never bad. Like it's something that like you get paid for like a thousand dollars as a high schooler. Like who wouldn't want that? Like a thousand dollars. Come on. So I feel like it was totally worth it at the end because they do get educated on certain things. And it was our first year. So we learned like with our hiccups. Um, so we know that for sure you're going to get CPR certified and Narcan training. So like you are certified two ways already. So they can take this as they keep going. 
with their CPR, they can keep getting renewed. And then for their Narcan, they can keep getting like renewed as well because they're certified. So they can keep getting more Narcans every year it, when they expire. So it's not like they can't take this education forward. Um, one thing I always like said about like this internship was like, don't say no to drugs because that's what we came into. So when every time we would talk to them in the beginning, they'd be like, yeah, say no to drugs. And we're like, no, 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 no. Like we're here to educate students on drugs. We're here to like teach about control. We're here to teach about like maintaining, not like telling them, hey, don't do it. Because that's something that we should not be controlling. That's on that person that is using. It's just better to educate and letting them know about like, hey, if you are gonna use this, this is what could happen to you if you keep using or whatever you're trying to use, this is what, what you, it'll be like your choice of like yes or no on your own. It was just providing that education. So it's awesome to have that. And then I remember also these high schoolers um, in the beginning, not just these ones, but any other ones, they were, they were worried about snitching. They thought they were gonna snitch, like there were gonna be snitches and like the students will come up to them because, um, then people will know they use drugs. And so we let them know like, hey, like that's not what we're here for. We're here to help them. So if they need any like resources, we have those on campus. Like we had NAMI, which is a great program at our school that taught about mental health or any resources like suicide prevention or anything like that. They had a whole club for that. And then we just had every um, resource, school psychologist, counselors, therapists, like we had that on campus. So we wanted to give them and reach out for them as well. So it was just like resources um, and they were able to hand that to the school. So it was really cool. Thank you. Um, and it's funny that it, it's not funny, but it's like, you know, I was going to go to this next question for the interns um, for you all talking about like struggles you guys had this year. Um, just me just mentioned, you know, a couple of high schoolers were afraid of the snitching aspect, you know, they were kind of like, should I, like, what, is, how do I deal with this? Was there anything that you guys struggled, you know, this could be with, you know, having to speak at, you know, your board, the board meeting or the school board meeting or struggle with, you know, a personal story that you guys might've heard that was like kind of really difficult for you guys to kind of, um, listen to it all and kind of process it all. Um, anything along those lines, you know, any struggle or any like tough moment that you guys had this. And it's, again, like I said, is this is whatever you're willing to share. I'm not going to try to force any of you guys to share something you guys don't want to, but if there is like, you know, if you do want to share, um, if anybody just wants to unmute themselves and go, cause I don't want to kind of force anybody to speak if they don't want to about this. I would definitely say for me, it was like the lack of seriousness. Um, I know when we were doing presentations at Ridgeview, like we would go into rooms and like while we presented, uh, there were kids laughing in the back and like laughing whenever we talked about fentanyl or marijuana or substance abuse in general. And I feel like that's just a coping method for a lot of people. Like even if they do use substances, like they'll just try to laugh it off because a lot of people like know that know the risks that they could be getting themselves into. And once like someone falls down the rabbit hole, they want to avoid like all seriousness related to the topic altogether. So a lot of the time, like they'll just try to scare off people who are trying to communicate. Right. But um, in that sense, I took that with me and I was like, um, if people are going to try to laugh it off, I'm going to stay there. I'm not going to just leave, you know, right. Like I'm going to use that as motivation to keep trying to ensure that people are educated about all the risks associated with things that they're using uh, before they continue to make decisions. 
thank you for sharing any others and you know Saj or Avrin or Grimmersal. Like I said, I don't want to force you guys to speak, but if you guys want to share. Um, for us, for Yuba City specifically, um, we had a lot of changes with our fellow. So we started off with one fellow and they unfortunately had to leave. And then her getting our community organizer in Yuba City, she had kind of had to step in. It was really hard because, you know, community organizer, it's like a full-time job. So she had her full-time job and she was trying to, you know, be our fellow. And then um, in the beginning of the second semester, so like maybe like around February, March, we got just get in who was our fellow for the rest of the time. So it was kind of hard to, um, for us, I know kind of have like just a schedule and kind of like we weren't half the time, but the one that's just getting stepped in, it was a lot easier. And also our school board isn't the easiest to deal with. I remember going earlier for redistricting and they were extremely unprofessional and rude. So when it comes to talking about substances within our community and specifically schools, um, their responses like they were fine. It's just they didn't like I don't know, it just seemed like they kind of didn't want us there. So I think we went to school board around like two times. And the second time they finally kind of like were, um, you know, responding back, they were kind of being more, like they were engaging more, but they definitely were not the easiest to deal with. And I know administration also was hard to get into contact with. And there was multiple times where we're just getting those and able to get contact. So one of us had to kind of step out during class and, you know, kind of track down our principal and be like, hey, like, can you just take us? Seriously, real quick, um, and with Narcan, I think that was the hardest thing was trying to bring it on our campuses. And I have no idea what's going on with our two Yuba City schools because they said it wasn't like, I'll get to that in a second. But basically like when I went to our principal, so one of the interns at River Valley went to talk to the principal and then I went to go talk to our Yuba City principal. And when I was talking to him, he really didn't know what Narcan was. So after we talked, had a discussion about what Narcan was, he was like, okay, like I'll try finding out. And then when he went to the nurse, the nurse was like, no, this around Narcan, like we don't have it because we don't want it to seem like our school is, you know, suffering with substances, even though we definitely are. I know um, during distance learning, during quarantine, many of our students had overdosed and passed and none of the school wanted to address the fact that they had passed due to using substances. So we didn't carry it and at River Valley, um, I think they did have it. I'm not sure if it was expired or only one person had it. Yeah, I think one of the officers were carrying it, but it was expired. Like, what's the point at that point? But, and then we talked to the school board about it and they were like, okay, like, um, this is something that is like, has to go to a different board. And they just kept like making more like things. So like, okay, maybe next time. So the second time we talked to them, they said it was in discussion and that they're going to try bringing it onto our campuses. But again, with our board, I think, the CAD interns this year will have to really push for it to like finally get it at our campuses. Um, so just before we do continue, if you don't mind, um, if you, you know, I think you would probably be educated about what Narcan, and Narcan is because, you know, we've mentioned it a couple of times here. Uh, I have the privilege of knowing what it was at Nishan uh, when you, you uh, the interns that were there presented about it, um, but said so if you can, you know, tell us, our viewers a little bit about what that is. So, we, you know, we just don't be calling it by name. Um, yeah, of course. Um, I'll talk a little bit about it, but just me if you want to add something in the end in case I missed anything, but basically it's a spray and it can't get you high, but 
If someone is overdosing, it's really important that um, someone is trained with Narcan so they could use that on them and it could instantly save you. So I know with all of the CAD interns and fellows, I believe everyone is Narcan certified and all of us carry it as well. But basically, it's just a nasal spray that could save someone who is overdosing. I'm just going to add a little to it, but yeah, so it is, um, it's supposed to help with fentanyl overdose mostly. Um, and then if you are uh, administrating it into like, uh, as a nasal spray, it just goes into one nostril and you have to lay the body, um, to the side. So we can't just like lay, lay them in a certain way. And then you have to like get them to wake it up a little bit. So you got to kind of like press on their chest a little and then like administer the Narcan. Um, and yeah, so the, uh, all of the interns cannot take it to school because it is a drug, so they weren't able to carry it on campus, but they were Narcan certified more than anybody else was at the school. So that was actually really cool to know, like all the interns were certified and they were able to do that. So if somebody had an Narcan, they would have been able to administer that right away. And then they also do have it in a like an EpiPen style. So they do have it in a pen style as well that people can carry. So if they say they don't have the like the nasal spray, they have a different version that is a little bit stronger, they say, than the spray. Because some we have two that it comes with. Um, so if the first one doesn't work, you have to use the second one. Um, so that's also that. Perfect. And then, you know, going back to the question, if a Farina or myself, if you guys wanted to kind of share any struggles or anything that kind of you know you guys kind of had to deal with that was kind of unexpected for you all um for me what i realized one of our biggest like problems since the beginning was our outreach and getting people to actually come to our tables and like we had um different like uh posters of different substances with like all these facts on them we're like we felt like we were very prepared on what information we would give, but actually getting people to want to come to the table, that's like, you know, it's like, oh, like they're talking about drugs. Like, why would I want to go there? It was very hard, especially in the Gordwaras. Like everybody kind of just stared at us and sometimes they would ask what it's about. And once we told them it was about substances, they would kind of walk away. And so that was very hard. And even with the students, um, like in their ball said, like some people would either like laugh about it or, you know, they just weren't serious. And it took a while to finally get people to start coming to the tables. And, you know, when slowly when people started coming, like more people would follow. But that was definitely a long process. Overall, it was the students that struggled more with um, focusing about what we were actually there for rather than the staff. The staff at our school was actually really, really like helpful and useful when we needed them. Um, like board meetings, it was kind of like an easy ride through implementing Narcan. Um, they were really supportive about it at Central. Um, um, I can also add, yeah. sorry. I just no, want to no, add like what was hard as well for us was like um, how she was saying that we would um, getting just the outreach. So even having movie nights at like, even at the youth center or even having anything that we were doing, it was hard to get any of the adults to come. So even parents that are like have high school students in the school that we are at, it was hard to get them to come and see this as well. Um, Cause we also wanted to educate them cause they don't even know what's happening at their like, like their kids high school. So it was something we also wanted to educate them as well when we were watching movies or even just trying to get the community out 
Um, so it was something that we re like realized was the outreach was really hard. Um, even if we posted things everywhere, even at the schools, if we posted like posters, um, it was just a little too hard to get like an outreach. Um, and even just like wanting people to actually want to be educated. So like even with just our own interns or even just like everybody else, like we just want to educate. And it was just hard to get that like reach of like, hey, like, do you want to learn? Like, we want to teach you. We have so much to tell you. And then they're just like, no, leave me alone. And you're just like, no, let me tell you. So it was just that. I wanted to add on to that actually, yeah. because I know coming into this, like I knew about just vapes, weed and alcohol. And one of the things I didn't even know by name was fentanyl. And so first of all, learning about that was like, oh, wow, like it's such a big problem, especially in Fresno. And I didn't even know about it. And so I know when we were trying to educate the students, especially, that's kind of like the mindset they had too. They were like, oh, like we already know about the drugs on the campus. We already know about weed or we already know about vapes or whatever. And they weren't like, it was hard for them to want to learn that there's other substances and what the other different types of substances can do to them. Yeah, and uh, thank you guys for sharing as well. Um, that going back to kind of the point I made a couple minutes ago was about like when I was in high school, like the only main focus or the only one we kind of like, you know, were kind of told the way to stay it was weed or marijuana at the time. And, you know, vapes were relatively still kind of new at, at that time. And, you know, cigarettes had like kind of died out, you know, in high school type times during my, you know, when I went to high school, but there's so many other drugs that we kind of look past or we don't even know about, but they're, they're there. Like they're in, especially once you, you know, some, sometimes when you go and hang out with friends, maybe it's like new friends that you're making, or you just don't know what's around you as your first couple of times. And that kind of just go like that, not knowing just, you know, gets even more when you get to high college like I can like I can just tell you that for sure like you know in college it's like you have to be very like aware of your thing like what's around you because it will be very like you don't it'll take split seconds to be unaware of what's around you and you know one second you can be doing something and then the next second you know you might be given something or without even like you know like so you got like the, the the fact that like you know you all are kind of already starting that before you know, for the seniors that are going to go to college this upcoming year, like, because you guys have a little bit more of a basis and understanding about things than I think I did when I came out of high school. And that just goes to show like, you know, we're taking steps in the right direction and going forward. And, and, you know, um, that's always a good thing. And I think the next year when uh, this upcoming year for care is going to be even more important because this will be the building phase. Um, everything you know you have to start somewhere and once you started now it's you know what's what can we build off of this and just me um you had actually i was actually going to go to you now but you had already shared about like you know a struggle or something that you thought was a struggle for you um but i also want to ask you about like what was your like looking back this past year like what's your you know biggest takeaway or your you know a moment that you kind of still remember to this day from this past year um, I take away that all these interns did such a great job, like um, not just my own interns in Fresno, but like everywhere else here. I we got to hear what happened in Yuba all the time and how everything was hard for them. They had like lost their fellow. And then like even Sedge had to like step up and was like calling her own interns and telling them like, hey, we have a meeting coming up. So even knowing that, like 
is amazing to know that she was able to step up and be like, hey, like, I want to keep this going. And then even in hearing in Bakersfield how much they've done, we weren't even able to go into the classrooms. We were able to go onto like CTV, which is our TV that we have like that, like homeroom situation where they like talk about their announcements. They were able to educate through that, but I rather have like what Interpol and them did was like, they were able to go to the classrooms and just like tell the students about what they learned. Um, so it was just amazing to hear like everybody and what they have learned. So what I take away is just that whatever we did um, as fellows, like we were able to like give to the students and they're able to take this as they go on. Um, hopefully they keep taking it and like educating other people. Um, but it was just amazing to like notice those changes of like where they first started from the retreat when we first met all of them to like now knowing like how much they have learned, how much they have taken away. Um, so it was like really great to have that. Cause there's a lot of things that like we didn't mention, like we did intergenerational trauma that we talked about. We also talked about other like health and like mental health that like people go through. Um, and so it's just like amazing, like what they have knowledge of and they're able to go and outsource and tell other people. So that's what I'm proud of and seeing like high schoolers doing this. Cause I know when I was younger, we didn't have that. And then even if we knew there was a, like drugs and alcohol happening and like things are happening at our school, we always turned around and be like, hey, I don't want to snitch on them. Like, I'm not saying anything or I'm not helping them. Um, so it's always like we were talking about ourselves all the time. So now they were able to be like, hey, let me like I have a hand for you. Like, let me help you. Let me see what I can do for you rather than like being like deuces is not my problem. So that was something that was really cool to see. Um, so, yeah, that's what I take away is like all these interns, the best interns I've ever had. I'm going to miss a lot of my seniors because I'm not going to see them ever again. So unless I, you go to like Jakarta, I'm, you're never leaving Jakarta, but like <laughs> just know that I will be missing them for like the CAD internship. And um, it's, it's kind of, I just want to kind of um, before we move on um, just again, I want to say that how, proud I am of all of you again just me shared that like not on top like not only did you guys have your school but you guys also had you know you know if you're in sports or in band or you know in other clubs and then on top of that there's also family responsibilities that you know you have to those kind of come priorities some or you know they become priority very quickly but all beside of that you guys still you know dedicated time out of your guys's you know days and your you know your schedules to you know want to work for this you know it's edge you know you just me just kind of like you stepping up in terms of like wanting to even organize those around you to kind of keep going even though there was you know a draw like you guys had a hardship of a fellow but it's just like i just want to like just want to highlight all of you right now in this in this moment because you guys just you know there's something about going like about you for and also all the interns that kind of would have joined that are not here with us today. I just want to, you know, for me, I just want to say that I'm very happy that this program is this. And I just hope that we continue going forward with this program because I can see how much of a difference it's already starting to make, not just, you know, in terms of like the physical aspects of it, but also just, you know, educational wise and all of you guys, even today taking the time out of your guys' days and joining me on this podcast to talk about you guys' experiences and, you know, your stories and your struggles is just, I just want to say thank you. Um, but I just want to ask the seniors, Sergeant Inderpol and uh, Avreen and Grimaud, you guys can also talk about this as well. But like, you know, now that you guys are kind of moving on from, uh, you guys can't unfortunately be a part of it next 
you know, next year because you guys will be going to college. Um, what is something that you guys would say to, you know, somebody, let's say it's like a friend that's still in high school that you still have, like, what would you tell them about like maybe about this or what you've learned or, you know, Hey, you know, you should join care. Like why, you know, what would you go like, well, how would you go about that? You know, what, what is a message you guys would probably want to give to somebody that might be thinking about that? And Paul, if you want to go first. Uh, can you guys hear me all right? My internet connection is really unstable. I can hear you. I can hear you. Right. Okay, so what I would definitely say is that there's a lot to learn from the CAD program. Like I said, um, I was one of those people that pushed people away who did use substances, and it allowed me personally to grow a lot and actually approach people and communicate with them and ask them what they're going through. Um, it definitely helps you grow as a character altogether. But even outside of that, it teaches you really, really important uh, life lessons like becoming a leader, how to communicate, right? Because we've, um, we've communicated with higher ups, like principals of our schools, we've been to school board meetings. And um, I would definitely say it's a great experience that helps you grow as an individual. So I would recommend almost anyone to this program. Sedge. Um, I think Interpol put it beautifully, like you grow so much as a person and CAD presents you with so many different opportunities and like each CAD in different area, areas like bring in so much like Bakersfield had the drive where they were able to talk to um, people who were using substances um, and they were able to go into classrooms and I know Fresno, Fresno had mentioned they were doing other stuff as well, like I, remember, I think the TV thing like where they were able to talk about it um, with Yuba and SAC area or just Yuba. And I know the 209 area, we had this opportunity to go to um, this thing at the state capitol called um, Youth Quest, which was basically a tobacco control initiative youth advocates. So basically all the youth from all over California were able, able to get together at the state capitol and we were educated on like commercial tobacco and kind of how it contributes to, you know, wildfires and toxic um, air quality and like destruction of our environment. And then in the end of that, they like separate us into different groups. And we were able to share this information with other legislators and what our local efforts were gonna be after that. So each CAD presents you with so many different opportunities and so many different experiences that you're definitely gonna like take on with the rest of your life. like. I feel so much more confident, like after um, CAD, especially you know, talking to our administrators, talking to our school board, um, the communication aspect, like I feel like I just learned um, a lot more. Avrina also graduated. Okay, yeah, it's, I'm so sorry. Um, Avrina, if you also wanna share. Um, yeah, no worries. Um, one of the things that like really brought me got me attached to the program I guess I would say is I started with this program and I feel like I'm a very empathetic person I wanted to learn about everybody's perspectives and everything but I didn't first of all I didn't know most of the interns and then we kind of became this family we like taught each other if like let's say you know just me Didi told, gave us this homework at, outside of it we'd be talking to each other like okay like this is what I learned or this is what I learned or this is the experience I had and I feel like it's a very good opportunity to see how other people are because obviously you only get to live life with your perspective but it's a very amazing opportunity to see all these other like people and how you can help them and just 
I don't know. It's very eye-opening. Yeah, and um, thank you all of you for sharing. And um, I don't have any more questions, um, but I... I want to just, uh, but I do have a couple questions for just me. And this is kind of just kind of ground leveling for the program in general, if you know, just in case, like, you know, there are people interested or, you know, are here that want more information. Is there anywhere they can go in terms of like a website or anywhere to, we can send them? Um, um, mostly everything's usually at jagata.org. Um, and you can also do jagata.org slash CAD. It should be on there, right? I might be I, wrong, but it could be jagata.org slash CAD. Um, even for the internship, um, there's application. So that's where you would go to do your applications. Um, so we are still open to get students to get on. So if you're at Central East or at Yuba or at Bakersfield, come join us. Um, and then for the jobs um, for if they are trying to do, and I, don't, I don't know if we're still taking any more. Um, for fellows, but it would be jagata.org slash jobs. And they would say like youth and fellowship or something like that. I meant to, yeah, CAD fellowship on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's so, pretty much what it is. So yeah, jagata.org. Yeah. <laughs> so jagata.org, um, like always, we'll have it in the description as well if you're watching on YouTube. So just click the description. You can go straight to there. Um, if you are interested in working for Jakarta, but you don't, you know, if this might not be your cup of tea, there are other jobs. So please um, go to jakarta.org slash jobs. Um, there are many openings right now for you and you can find whichever one you would want to be a part of um, and, you know, be a part of this big, happy family here at Jakarta. And we, you know, like there's these smaller families that we create, like, you know, for me, most recently was my family or our Jakarta family at, at, at JMC Davis, um, but always coming together, you know, we just came from Lilikar, which is our collegiate um, conference where me and Jasmith were a couple of days ago, I, a week ago now. Wow, time flies so fast. I can't believe it's been a week, but, you know, we even there we were talking and sad you were also there too. I don't want to, and Interpol was also there. <laughs> so sorry um but um we were all there and we it's just like you know coming together as this big huge sangha is just like you know one of my highlights of our of our summers and it's just fun to be in those spaces um and i encourage anybody that you know if you are listening to this and if you're not a part of anything you know if you're if you're a high schooler uh, and you at your school if you have an shss i recommend joining that if you don't please uh, connect with your local community organizer and start one at your campus. And that same thing goes for your student, uh, collegiate students as well. Um, like I said, I don't have any more questions, but if there's anything you guys want to share about this past year, being part of CARE that, you know, we kind of didn't touch a base on, you know, this is the time you guys can just unmute yourself and say, if not, then we can start wrapping up. Any closing remarks? No? Thumbs up from Interpol. I'm going to take that as the silence, eerie silence, as there's nothing else. But um, again, one last thank you to all you guys uh, for joining. And thank you to everybody that's still listening. <laughs> Coming to a year and a half um, later, it still, still kind of makes me 
um, not aware. It just still surprises me of how much love and support that we get. Uh, and, and we're growing as a team as well here at this podcast. It was me. And now we have a couple other folks that are helping me um, create this wonderful uh, platform for folks like we were joined by today. Um, but yeah, with that, I would just say, Waigurjika Khalsa, Waigurjiki Fateh.